0: Good evening.
1: This is Jimmy Davies, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of the Every Black Entrepreneur Show. And we're glad to have you join us. And we're always excited to bring you good information about entrepreneurship and financial literacy. And I say we because it's not just myself, but us also with myself and my co-host, Ryan Ray. Good evening, Ryan. Good evening, Jimmy. How are you, buddy? Doing well. Doing well. Very good. Uh, very good. What we always like to do is we start off every show to uh, let everyone know who you are and what you do. So, Ryan, could you just talk about yourself a bit and let people know what you do?
2: Oh, absolutely, Jimmy. I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, again, my name is Ryan Ray, and uh, my focus is uh, as a financial literacy champion. Uh, Again, when we uh, consider the climate socially, politically, uh, economically of what's going on in our world and our society today today. Uh, we recognize that one of the problems that we really face here is the lack of financial literacy. Uh, and there's such a need uh, for the understanding of money and how it works, uh, the fact that taxes and debt uh, and inflation, how those things impact our ability to win financially. And so we just uh, we go around the world speaking and teaching people around, around financial literacy. We have a very holistic uh, financial literacy program that we teach uh, in those conferences, workshops, and seminars. And so if you're one out there who just can't seem to get a handle on your finances, you know, it always seems to be more month at the end of your money, uh, we really want to encourage you to, to dial in, you know, send us your information, join our mailing list, email us. Uh, we'd be glad to, be, uh, to, to share some information with you that we feel like can help you get down the road.
1: And that's great. And I I always tell people what he's providing, what Ryan provides, is really valuable information. Now, my own background, I come from a little different background. I've been in the computer field for literally 30 years as of June or January 2018. And I did a lot of computer training, teach people how to use all types of software. And then for 15 years, I was a database developer specializing in database management for different companies. But about three years ago, it really bothered me that I wasn't seeing an, many African-American companies really utilizing the technology that's available. So what we did is I created EveryBlackEntrepreneur.com, which is a part of the Every.Black family. And on the website, what we try to do is anyone is, first of all, is, is available to, to join. it. We encourage you and in, invite you to join. And we use technology to promote you and your business. And we do that in a number of ways. One, we, of course, we list you on the website. We also include you in our directory, a downloadable directory that you can get from the, from the site. And we also share that directory. We also constantly promote our members on our social media. And then we have weekly networking meetings where the members can interact and do business with one another. And so that's on everyblackentrepreneur.com, and we invite you to join us. But what Ryan and I have done is come together each week to produce the Every Black Entrepreneur show to share the information that we've learned over the literally decades in the areas of entrepreneurship and financial literacy. And and we're we're more than glad to do that. Um, One of the things that we also do each week is we review what we covered the previous week. So we'll do that. But the other thing is that we have a very special guest on this evening, and we're gonna introduce her right after the commercial as well. So you wanna stay tuned, and we'll be right back.
3: When I was 25 years old, I was in a near fatal car accident that moved me back home to Dunn, North Carolina. And so when moving back home to Dunn, uh, a friend of the family referred me to a guy who was having some success. And he said, Ryan, success is not something that you pursue. Success is something that you attract by the person you become. And so by that, I began to adopt this hunger and this just desire to become a better version of myself. And so I went from a 25-year-old kid who had never read a book to this kid who just started devouring books, finding people that knew more than me, finding people that I could associate with who had the fruit on the tree that I desired. And it just started this journey of personal development, self-development, skillful living. The most rewarding thing about what I do is truly inspiring people to take ownership for their lives. You know, so many times when we look out here in the world, there's so much going on, so many distractions. And I'm excited when people leave one of my seminars and workshop and they say, you know what? I recognize that if it's to be, it's up to me. I have to take ownership for my own life and the results of it. I'm I'm really fortunate to be able to talk to a wide variety of audiences, you know, from children um, to high school students, even to adults and families, because everybody wants better results in their lives. But our results are the direct correlation to our behaviors. And our behaviors are based on our thinking. So you're never too young, you're never too old. It's not gender-based. Everybody needs to change the way they think so they can get better results in their lives. So I teach people, no matter what age, that if you start pursuing excellence in your life imagine if you were just one point one degree better version of yourself than you are today how much more successful could you be excellence to success when you pursue excellence you will capture
2: success welcome back to the every black entrepreneur radio show with myself and co-host mr jimmy davies we hope you are having a phenomenal Uh, evening, and thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, As Jimmy mentioned, we always like to just do a quick review of what we covered on the previous show, uh, and I just want to kind of share what we covered on last week. Uh, And we talked about an event that we launched uh, this past fifth Thursday uh, in, uh, in the month of May, uh, that's going to go, going forward, be held every fourth Thursday. And it's called the e-lounge. And it's where entrepreneurs mix, mingle, and make moves. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, in this time and season that we're in, not only is it important that we get our money right, you know, it's also important that we form collaborative relationships. It's important that we network. It's important that we go out there and see uh, who is available and desirable for us to work with to build and expand our business and our network. And so the whole basis behind this whole eLounge concept uh, is based on what I believe is the 2018 education wheel. Uh, And so we talked about last week how important it is for you to have a plan or a path for self-education. We truly believe that self-education is the best education, Because you learn from reading. You learn the things that are of interest to you. You learn how to improve skill sets that you have. And in this 21st century, don't get caught with just one skill. Uh, You need multiple skills to succeed. And the fact that information is so readily available, opportunities are all around us in enormous capacities, don't get caught with just one skill. Find a way. Find the time. Make the commitment to go out there and learn and develop yourself. The second thing is that when you begin to do that, what you find is that uh, there's a tribe out there who's in the same position as you are, who has a hunger to learn, and a lot of times to learn the same thing. And what we've discovered at the e-lounge is that there's just that. There's a tribe of hungry entrepreneurs who are looking for a place to mix, to mingle, and to make moves. And we created this event uh, to provide that safe haven for entrepreneurs to come out, network, socialize, fellowship, eat, you know, develop some skills, you know, communication skills, public speaking skills. You know, some people are just introverted by nature, so this gives them the avenue to come out and just get, un- get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Uh, and then finally, uh, once you've met your tribe, once you've dove into to, to self-education, now it's finding some opportunities for what we call deep immersions. How do you take that information? How do you take those relationships and then build an even deeper relationship, get an even deeper connection with who you are, uh, with what you're supposed to be doing, and again, the development of some skill set. And so we want to invite you to be a part of not only the Black Entrepreneur Radio Show family, or the Black family, uh, but also the e particularly if you're here in the Triangle area, uh, every third Thursday, uh, go out on the website, uh, Follow us on our uh, social media uh, and, and get involved with what we have going on. If you're an entrepreneur out there, if you're a wannabe entrepreneur, uh, we, we welcome you to the family. And again, here with the Every Black Radio Show, you have found your tribe. So again, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Jimmy. Uh, I turn it back over to you. I know we've got an exciting show tonight uh, with the fabulous Miss Jean Garner.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and I first I. Pers- I- completely agree with what you had to say. I always say if you want to fly like an eagle, you can't hang out with the turkeys. So, And I think the e-lounge gives you you that opportunity. One of the things, too, that we always invite our audience to do is we'd love to hear from you. So if you want to give us a call or text us, you can do so at 919-265-8045. That's 919-265-8045 or email us at jimmy at every.black, that's J-I-M-M-Y at black,
4: or ryan,
1: R-Y-A-N, at black. And again, we'd love to hear from you, especially we'd love to hear from our international listeners from around the world. So we'll take a, another short break at this time, and when we come back, like Ryan said, we're going to introduce you to the fabulous, wonderful Jane Garner. So we'll be right back.
0: Leon Isaac Kennedy has known everyone from Muhammad Ali to Michael Jackson to Prince and far too many personalities to mention. Leon has interviewed and exchanged ideas with such captains of industry as former chairman of the Chrysler Car Corporation, Lee Iacocca, music activist, businessman, Russell Simmons, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Shark Tank's Damon John, and many others. In these teachings, Leon gives a variety of topics methods and steps for going into business for oneself. Leon shares his success secrets and stories and interviews of the rich and famous, not for entertainment. Leon states, we got inside their head and now we show you the success PowerPoints that got them where they are today. Each individual, each story contains strategies that our participants need to absorb and add to their own list of success strategies. Want Leon to appear and share a Kennedy session? Or to find out more about Kennedy sessions, call 818 504 4024. That's 818 504 4024. Or email Leon Isaac Kennedy at gmail.com. That's Leon Isaac Kennedy at gmail.com.
1: Welcome back to the Every Black Entrepreneur Show. Again, this is Jimmy Davies, along with my co host Ryan Ray. And this evening, again, we have Jean Garner on the line. And just to give you a little information about her, she is the Raleigh-Durham Chapter President at Black CEO. She's a wealth builder at Surge365, master image consultant at Jean Garner, the signature, your style, and branding boutique, consultant at Flow, F-L-O-W, Hair Industries, I tell you, the list goes on and on. Fierce Empowerment Ambassador at the Fierce Factor Academy Boutique. She's a salon owner and stylist. Beauty Ambassador at Najee International Salon. Najee and Signature, Your Style or You Style and Branding Boutique. Former Beauty Advisor. (laughs) I tell you, like I say, the list goes on. You mentioned uh, multiple income streams. I think she's got that nail. (laughs) studies business administration management at Wake Technical Community College. And that's the short list. So welcome, Jane. Glad
4: to have you this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on with you.
1: Well, we're really glad. And one of the things that we, we like to do is bring on guest speakers from time to time, especially entrepreneurs, to share their stories so that others will be inspired. If you know, we would like to say if we can do it, or if you can do it, then someone out there listening will feel that they can yeah. do it too. So we just want to open up the floor to you. Just please tell us about yourself and, and what you do and how you got started. Tell us your story.
4: Well, my story, my story. Well actually I'm a New York City native. Uh, Brooklyn, born Brooklyn bred as we say, raised in the project, um, from very humble beginnings, but I always reflect back to that because uh, it was there that has gotten me where I am now. You know, I've never forgotten those roots, um, Mm -hmm. still friends with a lot of the people there. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that it is part of who I am. So I have to, I have to uh, always stay close to that right there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Left New York, came to North Carolina, but, you know, I was always, interested in fashion, style, and women. Always had uh, a little something about that. Something was my niche. And I did not realize it until I got to North Carolina and the atmosphere was totally different than New York. You know, New York is a a big city of dreams. You can do what you want there how you want to do it. And um, found myself dealing with women in the hair industry, and um, it kept going from there. And I find myself now working with women, in areas of self-esteem, courage, style, image, um, the whole gamut of who women are.
1: So I'm just curious, so when did you know, when would the, that interest, you know, when did you realize that that interest is a business? You know, where you turned it from an interest into a business and how, how did that happen?
4: Um, because I kept doing it and my roommate, I was doing hair in the house and stuff. My girlfriend was like, look, you need to, uh, you you need to, Get out the house and make it a business <laughs> is really where it kinda of came from, is uh I just knew that it had to be. I was actually in corporate America, worked for IBM for a while. Okay. But I continued to um do this. And then I knew that um I stepped out on faith and made it a
1: a business. And how long ago was that? When did you
4: when did you start? Uh that was nineteen eighty eight. Oh wow. Uh huh. 1988. This is your I left corporate America. Uh huh. And stepped out and said I was going to do this full time. So I've been doing it here, and I've been in the beauty industry for almost over 30 years.
2: 30 wow. years. Happy yeah. anniversary. Thank you. <laughs>
1: well, you Good must. Yeah, you must know your. Uh, know your chosen field because you don't look old enough to be in the field for 30 years to be all in all honesty. <laughs>
4: So
2: mm-hmm.
4: wow. yeah, for thirty years. So um blessings.
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well listen, the, the thirty years in that industry, which is an industry that, you know, has been around a long time. You know, uh, Jimmy and I share a mutual mentor and Mr. Joe Dudley and just, you know, seeing how that industry has evolved uh over the years. Uh and then there's a lot you know, there's a lot of up and coming uh salon owners, there's a lot of um you know, salon owners out there today that may be working in the industry but don't feel like they've quite found their niche for success. So what, what type of advice or what type of support would you offer to someone who feels like they're just kind of doing it, getting by, but they really haven't turned it into a thriving career? Uh, what, would you, what would you offer?
4: Well, um, one thing before I answer that is that I studied under Mr. Dudley. See, what I came up, mm. all we had was Dudley products. That's well, you know, right. we had some other stuff, but we had Mr. Dudley uh, um, teaching us. I remember Mr. Dudley said, uh, "If he wasn't making money on your slow days, that's when you ran specials." Okay.
0: You know, mm-hmm. so um, uh,
4: Mr. Dudley is a is a mentor of mine in the industry. But I would tell the up and coming ones to really, um, it's more than about hair and making money. It's about creating connections. Like I do, generations. Um, now I do children. I do some grandchildren. I just told them I'm not doing any great grand. That's that's out. <laughs> doing, I'm not going much further in. But um, finding, creating the relationship is more important than making the money. And a lot of the mm. stylists now, they're quick to make the money, but they don't have the return clientele because they're not creating relationships. It's really about relationships. Um, and relationships create a referral base, which helps sure. you create, income
2: absolutely without the relationships it's really just a commodity and with the commodity it's all about right. who, who gives the cheapest price and there's no loyalty right
4: there. exactly and and a lot of the scholars are doing that they're centering themselves in one area um and but if you have a license you can do skin hair and nails do other things teach whole classes just don't it's good to be a specialist or have a niche within your niche but um in today's market, you can do so much more with your hair license. I, I would say utilize that.
1: You know, I, I had to just listen to you, and I, I had no idea that you worked under Joe Dudley, and he was a mentor of yours. Um, and mm-hmm. I literally met someone earlier this week that told me the exact same thing. So I guess really it's kind of a shout-out to Joe Dudley Sr., because he's also mentored Ryan and I. Uh, it mm-hmm. just amazes me is the number of people that he's touched over the years. Um, so. Mm-hmm. so
4: Yes, yes. I mean, that's we. You know, if you didn't use Dudley products, you wasn't, you wasn't uh, considered a hairstylist at, at some point. in were in business.
2: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you were you, hustling. You were looking at, you don't know what you were putting in somebody's hair, huh? Uh huh. Uh
4: huh. You had to be using Dudley products. So uh, this industry does a lot more than just people' hair. It touches. Mm-hmm. Uh. It touches lives. It helps transform people uh, from different places. High self-esteem, low self-esteem. Uh, I've been with people through uh, death. I've been with people through birth. Mm. You know, um, it, it transcends more. The moment that the why you have a person in your chair is really an opportunity just to share. Um, really, what it is is a, a. And you just never know what you may say. So I really tell people that my purpose in my ministry started behind the chair.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yes, you say building relationships and and how important that is and building loyalty. And then on top of that is is working in the spirit of excellence. You know, I met my barber um, 22 years ago. I was sitting here doing the numbers. And in 22 years, other than myself, uh, who I learned from watching him cut so many other people's hair, actually, but other than him in 22 years, there's only been one other person that cut my hair, and it was because I was homebound due to an accident. Um, and so, again, just speaking to that that loyalty and then operating in the spirit of excellence, you know, you can and, – and then founding that, that client base. I mean, I saw him go from a guy who, you know, had to be in the barber shop early in the morning just trying to get it – fill it in. You know, the barbershop life ran him. Uh, now he's appointment only. And he has control of a very successful business, and so uh, just that whole transition, uh, I think, is just is, is what makes entrepreneurship and business ownership a wonderful thing. And it sounds like you found, you know, your niche. You know, you you now built your business around your life, uh, which I think is very very important. Yeah, and, and the word yeah.
1: you used was ministry, and I thought that was really interesting. hmm It's one of the things that Ryan and I talk about all the time. It's like you you have to find that that you know, that real reason for you to, to be in business and do what you do, and the money will come, and again, do yeah. it in the spirit of excellence. Now, uh, You'd also mention relationships, and that's another thing that we, we constantly tell people, and I guess, you know, we're, 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 I'm glad you mentioned these things because you're a successful business owner, and the people listening will hear this same message over and over. Ryan and I tell people, but when they hear someone that's actually doing it as well and, and preaching those same principles, that's great. But one of the things we mentioned about relationships I that the average person knows 250 people. So, if you do well by that one person, you've really expanded your network by 250 people on average. So, I, you know, I just want to say thank you for those uh, really great inf- that information bits of wisdom.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Now,
1: I think you're being modest because this list is long of all the things you've said and done and
4: been a part of.
1: So I'm going to have to draw it out of you. Tell us about Black CEO.
0: Um,
4: Well, I am being modest a little bit. You started reading it. I was like, oh, no, I got to update my bio.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you can update it right now.
4: I have got to update it because, you (laughs) know, the thing about entrepreneurship is that we can't be scared. And an entrepreneur is a person who takes risks. So I have taken some risk in uh, some different business ventures. I found out that some of them, um, even though I, I did well in some, I didn't do well in all of them. I took the risk, but then I quickly realized, and, and this is kind of something that just came came to me maybe a couple of months ago, is that everything is not every, for everybody, even though you can do it. Even though you can do it, you've got it's to have amazing. your heart in it. Mm-hmm. So um, what, I, what I've come back to the realization is that my niche market, is the umbrella of my, of, of beauty. Um, when I'm saying beauty, not as in what we say beauty, but the gamut of who people are and who they see themselves are. So I move better in areas that I can touch people from the inside out um, in businesses like that. So uh, I, I tend to go there so that uh, I, there's one or there that I was in, but I could not give it my all because it was not where I was supposed to be. Even though I can still do it, it was not my baby. I didn't sleep, eat, and drink it. I didn't do that. And I think as entrepreneurs, when you find your niche market, it does not let you sleep, it does not let you eat. You can be somewhere and you will see it, and you have to control yourself. Like I could be out somewhere and I have to control myself. I have to say, Jen, you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, right. um, I can't be somewhere. Uh, I like doing classes. I could be somewhere and hear uh, a statement, and I'll say, Oh, that's a workshop. <laughs> that's dinner. And It'd be like, oh, that's a good workshop. And I'm always with a pad and a pen and writing down. So I am really blessed for the things that I've done. But at this point in venture of what I'm doing, I'm uh, a lot more purposeful and uh, strategic into my involvement. Uh, and I'm actually doing this. And this was kind of like in prayer the other day. And I was kind of, get, I'm getting ready to do some other things. And I'm looking at things from the end. Like, what is the end result of this? And I'm mm-hmm. moving my way in reverse. And then now I'm going back forward. So I'm like, where do I want to end up? And I'm writing up all the things that could be the end or at the at the, uh, at the the point of satisfaction of what I'm doing. And I'm right. saying, so if it requires all that, and then I'm just going back. I'm not going backwards. I'm going in reverse. There's a difference in the words and the Right. I'm going in reverse. And... When I get back to my starting point, it makes me going forward a lot easier because now I know what to do.
1: Oh, no, I, I wow. understand it. exactly. Um, yeah, what, one of the that's things. Good. Yeah, one of the things that Ryan always says is, you know, he teaches financial literacy, and you have to first of all decide where you want to be, but you have to know where you, where you are. It's, so It sounds like exactly what you're doing. You got that ego yeah. goal uh-huh. in mind.
4: 100%. Yes, yes, the end goal in mind, what the end goal looks like. What is it going to take to get there? And um, it, You know, it says, what what does it cost a man to, to count up the cost? Um, you When you build a house, and I was sharing this with Fred, I said, when you build a house, you just don't start with, I'm going to build a house. You first go and look and see the house that you want. And then right. there's a blueprint. You're like, I want this house, I want this closet here, I want that there. Now let us build. And that's essentially mm-hmm. what I'm saying is look at the end goal and then you create up the blueprint, and then you begin to build. You don't build and say, well, I think I want the bathroom. No, because <laughs> if you start building in right. a certain place and there's no plumbing, the bathroom can't go there.
2: Right, yeah. So, now you um, delay the timing. Now it costs you more. Uh, so, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, a great I'm like, point.
2: Mm-hmm. Um That as entrepreneurs, you know, so many times because we are risk takers, because we are, you know, we, we're able to look at, needs and problems and and they for us translate into opportunities uh before you know it i mean you can have your plate full really quickly and so you know it it's you know i've heard people teach it yearly you know quarterly monthly but it's almost daily that you got to really i was reading a book just i'm reading a book right now called be obsessed or be average and it talks about not every day you got to kind of recalibrate you know what your focuses are what your goals are uh, because it's so Uh easy to get distracted you know, with media and everything that's going on around us, it, it's so easy to get distracted, particularly when you have different gifts, talents, and skills. You know, everything looks like yeah. a great opportunity. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I think it's very important, as you said, to have the discipline to be able to say, you know what, let me step back. You know, it's been a busy mm-hmm. day, busy year. Let me let me mm-hmm. get back to my focus. Let me get back to my targets, mm-hmm. uh, recalibrate, mm-hmm. and uh, make mm-hmm. sure that I'm headed in the direction so that I end up where I want to be. You know, it's, the worst thing you could ever do is be successful at the wrong thing.
4: You and you know what that that sounds like a class. <laughs>
2: sounds like <laughs> a workshop. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, that's that's what happens is to get to the end of the road and realize the dog on it, the ladder oh. was leaning up against the wrong wall all the time. <laughs> right? you know, that
4: sounds what, like a work <laughs> because no, be workshop because it's so true. Now,
1: are you talking about business workshop? Are you talking about a business um, workshop or a marital a workshop? Bi- I've been there, too. So anyway. <laughs> well, I, well I might be.
4: <laughs> We can have both. We can have both of them. I mean, it's, it's enough idea, but that's so true, and it, it sounds like it's like an oxymoron, of sorts. How can you be successful at the wrong thing? And it's like, you can, because you're still good at what you do. But I mean, yeah. being good at what you do is good at what you do, but it may not be the right thing for you to be doing. Absolutely. And, you know, when I came up when I realized that, I was I was really okay with saying, I, I, I'm good at this. I have ability to move people, talk to people, da, 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 da. But mm-hmm. it's not the right thing um, yeah. that's going to take me to the next level. So, yes, um, I it's don't It's that be
2: being good versus being great, right? I mean, you can do a lot that, of good things, but what can you that's be right. at? Mm-hmm. that
4: at? That is absolutely right. So, I'm i putting up step together. <laughs> we can <Yeah>. now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a date and
1: a place, and we got we got a platform. Actually, I think that's a good idea. I think you should, you should talk about that really. Absolutely. Um, I wanna I wanna do one thing, and then we're going to commercial break. I'm gonna tell myself a little bit. Uh, and this, okay. Uh, but I, you know, I've been in the computer field, and I understand exactly what you're saying because I had I mean I was making good money creating medical software, but it wasn't rewarding. It wasn't fulfilling. And so I left three years ago to start working on, you know, Every.Black, EveryBlackEntrepreneur.com, which led to this radio show. Well, about a month ago, uh, Ryan's aware, and I think you are too, that I lost my mom. And so mm-hmm. we, I'm in Indianapolis with my sister, and we're talking to the funeral director. I'm not sure I told Ryan this, but um, he's telling me about this organization that he has of other funeral directors around the country but they're having problems with their technology. And so instead of talking about plans, I'm I'm getting all started changing the subject, talking about what do you need in your technology area. And so we we got back on track. But I was like, you know, like, again, that they're passionate about that one particular thing. So even at the time of my mom's planning her, her um, home going, you know, it was like, I'm mm-hmm. talking to the funeral director about his technology needs. So... I, know, I hope I doesn't. <laughs> I, know, I, no. just, I just, just kind of got caught up in the moment there for a moment. But anyway,
4: it it happens. It happens yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: So, like I said, we'll take a commercial break at this time, and I think we've got Jean warmed up now. She's she's sharing with us now, so we'll be right back.
2: <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Let CR Hill Design Group LLC transform your interior spaces. From commercial to residential, staging, and special events, award winning interior designer and White House decorator, Carnella Renee Hill and her design team will take your thoughts and ideas to build a design that is unique, creative, with positive energy. From concept to completion, contact C.R. Hill Design Group. LLC at 919-212-3326 or visit their websites at CRHillDesignGroup.com for a complete design solution.
1: Welcome back. This is Jimmy Davies and Ryan Ray on the Every Black Entrepreneur Show. And this evening, we've had the pleasure of speaking with Jean Garner. Uh, she's really got some very good information that she's sharing with everyone about her what she's learned along the way, and if you apply it, I think it'll really help you be successful too. So, uh, again, Jean, please uh, continue. I don't know uh, where we left off here. <laughs>
4: I think we left off with trying to create a workshop. That's what entrepreneurs do. We think
2: quick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on that. hmm But I tell you, um, you know, this. But this journey uh, has not uh, been without its challenges. So. Uh, I think, you know, when you start talking about entrepreneur, entrepreneurship, CEO and we like some of those names around, they sometimes can be just that because they come with uh, a sleepless nights, late hours, sacrifices and a lot of times people uh they like the, the, the they like what they see of the entrepreneur. But when they really begin to get into it, um they find out that maybe they don't they're not possessing what they need at the time, um or, or just how, how tough at times it really can be to get things work. How you have to hang in there when you've done something and it's not really, uh, you know, I've, I've done a workshop and only eight people show up, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm like, have I failed? And, and I'm looking at the numbers and now I'm discouraged and you want to plan things and do I quit or do I keep going? It's so much more that comes with this, but if you can just hang on and, um, be, be, be consistent. I think one of the biggest things for entrepreneurs is just being consistent with what, what we do. Um, but talk to other people. Talk to other entrepreneurs. Collaboration, we, you said that word. That is like the key mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs because um, any person who says they are self-made is not telling the truth. There's no way you can be mm-hmm. self-made.
0: Mm-hmm. It's,
4: just, it's truly impossible. And you, you can't even go back and forth with me on that because if you use a pencil to, on a piece of paper, you're not self-made. You know, because somebody else created the pencil that made the paper. <laughs> and we just have to realize, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, come on. Um, especially if you're carrying a Apple, uh, you know, a laptop. No, you're not self made. But I just enjoy, um, I've enjoyed this ride and this connection, even, um, even where I'm standing now being on this talk show is an opportunity. And, um, wherever I go, I am always, uh, who I am, I'm always a CEO. I'm always looking for opportunities to solve a problem. Pretty much is what I what what the gamut of what we do is that we see problems and we solve them, but we do it independently of a corporation. We
0: mm-hmm. do it
4: on, on our own, and so uh, I enjoy I enjoy empowering women, uh, strengthening women. Uh, like I said, my chair, the salon chair, is so much for me. Um, it's a platform that I have every day to speak into lives about everything from A to Z, from A to Z. Uh, And so I realized that, and I take advantage of that that, uh, position that I'm in. And
1: and one thing you mentioned, too, you said sometimes maybe you just start out and there's only eight people show up. It might be only one person that shows up. But you still have to deliver that same message as if there's 101 people. Two two stories from from that is, uh, you know, we – and he's telling me the story about a young man that was conducting a computer class, and there was only one student that showed up. Well, it turns out that he he still conducted the class and did a great job at it. That one student went home and told his parents. His parents invested in that young man's business, and now he's very successful with his computer business in in Missouri, because he he delivered, even though it was one student.
4: No, you can't you can't get discouraged, and you know this road can come with different things but if you just hold on you know and if you just hold on and you quit and um keep the faith uh you know it 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 will pay off if you don't if you don't quit you know if you don't quit uh that's the key thing thing. so i like encouraging women like don't don't stop don't stop
2: Uh -uh. yeah i tease people all the time when i'm doing workshops and things kind of an icebreaker for me is that i say you know i've traveled the world i've done all the research i could do And I've never found a successful person who quit. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Things that make you go, huh. (laughs) Right. But you're you're right. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope.
2: Absolutely not. So, what does that tell us a little bit? What does that end of the road, what is that legacy? Because you're setting yourself up, it sounds to leave a tremendous legacy. Uh, You're a woman, a lady of impact, uh, influence. Uh, And as you said, I mean, you've obviously been offered. So many other opportunities. You've been pulled or tempted to be pulled in many directions, but you know when you get down to the end of the road, uh, what do you want, Ms. Garce's legacy to be?
4: Uh I would like for my legacy to be, and I have I have a, a idea with legacy. I, I believe in a legacy that you live and a legacy that you leave, because you mm-hmm. can't leave what you haven't lived. So, mm. um, I believe in what. Out. Being, <laughs> wow.
1: I like that I yes
4: like that. so as I'm going along I'm, I'm, I'm saying what do, I, what do I want to leave and I want it to be that um, I had the ability to touch women from the inside out and that I made a difference in women and young girls that they knew that I cared um, about them that I was always empowering uplifting and exalted them encouraged them no matter what from, no, from wherever they come So I want my legacy to be that, yes, she was the fierce one. You know, my business is the fierce factor, that, yes, she was fierce. She was determined and intentionally um, intentional with what she did to make sure that others uh, had, uh, even maybe what she didn't have, uh, but that she was always intentional and intense with with what she did.
2: I love that. So important. And that goes back to. Having that clarity, because it, it's, it's like, you know, another cliche, right? You, it, you know, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. And and when you don't live your life intentionally or on purpose, yeah, you look back at the end and you'd be like, man, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Because the days, the months, the years go by so quickly. Uh, and you have to live intentionally. If you don't, it is so easy to get distracted. And it's the same way with finances, as Jimmy said. If you don't know where you want your finances to end up, then, you know, anything looks good. You know, you, you'll spend your money on anything. You'll invest anywhere. Uh, so you got to have a plan for your life. Anything that matters to you, you got to have a plan for it.
4: Yes, you, def- you definitely have to have a-, a-, a plan. You just can't be always going with the flow because you'll right. never know where you end up.
1: One thing I want to be sure to get, let you uh, let people know how to reach you and, and uh, and your your current business, where you are, that type of thing. So please give yourself oh, okay. a plug at this time. Yeah.
4: Well, right now, as we are speaking, I am in my salon, I'm Najee, that's N-A-E, N-A-E-J, which is Jean in reverse, Najee Salon. I'm on Six Fox Road over here in the big city of Raleigh. You can reach me. You can um send me an email uh, at Jean, at Jean A. Garner. Dot com. That's Jean, the letter A, Garner, dot com. Uh, you can go to my website. I'm on Facebook, Jean Garner. I also have a page, The Fierce Factor, Empowerment Boutique. And you can just go out there and connect with me. I would love to, uh, you know, connect with women um, who uh, are ready to go to the next level. Uh, I help women conquer their fears and, and walk in a confidence that's impactful because what I believe is that we're ready to set the world on fire. And if we're going to do that, uh, we need to be equipped. So I would just love it with women who are saying, hey, how do you do that? How do you get past this, that, or the other? And, um, and, and work with them in, in, in that avenue.
1: And, and do you have a phone number where they can reach you?
4: Yeah, they sure can. They can reach me at 919-332-7375. That's 919-332-7375. Um, let's connect and let's uh, be impactful.
1: Believe it or not, our time is about up. It's getting pretty close, but we have a few more minutes. Is there, um, well, I don't know, is there anything else you'd like to, to add or what's upcoming? Uh, do you have anything in the future you'd like to let people know about? Well,
4: yeah, actually I have, uh, I will be, uh, I kind of launched it a little bit. It's kind of like a soft launch, but I will be officially launching uh, what is what I have named the N-Power, I-N-Power to E-M-Power Academy. And what the Empower to Empower Academy is that you have to first and in, in, inwardly empower yourself before you can externally be uh, be in position to achieve the things you want to be. So often we want to be empowered. We want people to just keep giving us, giving us, giving us, giving us. But we have so many things going on in the inside that when we get it, it, it has nowhere to sit root. And I have programs that are set up for women. Uh, to help us just do that, deal with the things on the inside that keep us from being excellent on the outside.
2: Love that. Love that. I want to ask real quickly, you know, as you know, social media gives us the ability to stalk one another. So as I'm stalking you, uh, <gasps> I see fears. I see fears <laughs> everywhere. Uh, yep. Maybe to close us out, talk to us about Fierce. What, why does that word resonate so much with you?
4: <laughs> well, for the first thing, uh, fierce, my initials are JAG, J A um, G, Jean Ann Garner. So therefore, I have mm-hmm. to think about big cats and jaguars. And I like jaguars, ah. I study them. Arr. I study, yeah, I study big cats. <laughs> I don't deal with little cats, no meows, and all that kind of stuff. I, I hear do that. that. With big cats. And big cats are intentional, intense, and determined. And once I was looking at Mutual Omaha, I may be dating myself. But I was watching big cats feed, and I watched how methodical they were and that when they would get ready to go after the prey or their goal, um, the goal really didn't know they were there. The prey didn't know, doesn't know you're there. But when they start, they do not stop. And one thing I found interesting is that it could be a herd of antelopes or gazelles or whatever, but they stick with the one that they saw. They do not get distracted. So therefore, mm. I picked up the word fierce, that that's how we should be, intense intentional, and to determine, to achieve our goals. And then I realized that the first four letters of fear is fire. So that's why I get to set the world on fire, because we're fierce.
2: Uh-huh. You are living an intentional life, and I love it.
4: Thank you. Thank you. And, you
1: know, I didn't catch the play on the, the letters with Nigel, it's just the reverse of your name. I didn't catch uh-huh. that,
4: but that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, that's how things are fierce, and everything with me is that I live in a fierce world.
1: Well, I, I want to thank you for joining us this evening on the Every Black Entrepreneur Show. It's really been our Absolutely. pleasure. I think it's really, if people are listening, they'll really gain some good, valuable information from you. So I just want to, want to thank you. And also, I just want to welcome you back at any time in the future. If something comes up you want to let people know about, let's, let us know. We'll be glad to have you on again.
4: Um, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. We'd love to uh, come back and talk with both of you gentlemen.
2: And, man, what a phenomenal evening we have had uh, with the fabulous uh, Miss Jean Garner. Uh, and so we are so uh, honored to have had you, uh, Miss Garner. And, um, listen, continue what you're doing. You're living intentionally. You're making an impact. You are influencing uh, all the lives that you touch. And we are a better world. Uh, because of people like you. So again, thank you for joining us, uh, Jimmy. Thank you for thank putting you. this all together for the opportunity. So, any closing words, guys? I just want to
1: repeat what you said. I'm just really thankful that Jean, Ms. Jean Garner, can join us this evening, and she really gave some great information. And I can see why. You know, actually, I've been hearing about Jean Garner, Jean Garner, but now I understand why. I've been hearing. Uh, this has been, been great. Yes.
4: Thank you. Thank you. And I just want to say thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Mr. Demi. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I tell you, it has just been great. And um, I just want the world to know: don't give up. Live in an intentional, intense, and a determined manner. You will set this world on fire and achieve your goals.
1: Fantastic. I can't. I can't put any better than that. <laughs> so, absolutely. <laughs>